A good Wednesday morning, and thank you so much for joining us on Valentine's Day. We've got some Valentine-themed discussions that we will be talking about a little bit later on in the show this morning. Right now, though, we're focused on education and teachers and bargaining in the province. We started the day. We had Samantha Beacott on, the president of the Saskatchewan Teachers Federation. We've been talking to you and taking your calls to know your thoughts, basically asking the question, what needs to happen to get a negotiated settlement? Now, just uh, about half an hour ago, over at the ledge, the uh, provincial government held a news conference and they announced some new funding, $32 million in new funding for classroom space that they're targeting in the areas of the province that are experiencing fast population growth. So trying to expand the schools with some relocatable classrooms uh, to address that problem. And then talked about some of the other investments. I mentioned that we had senior reporter Lisa Schick at the ledge so that we could get the story. But who better to talk to than the Minister of Education himself, Jeremy Cockrell, who just happened to dial in. Minister, thanks so much for calling us. Thanks, Evan. Good to be here. I appreciate you being here. So can you give us a sense? And and I watched your video last night. I watched the video from Samantha Beacott, STF president. Both are pointing at one another saying, you left the table. No, you left the table. When she was on this morning, she said she was in the bargaining room till about 6.30 last night. Where's the truth in all of this? Yeah, so the, the bargaining meetings that uh, that the STF agreed to have this week were, were at their head office in, in Saskatoon. Uh, you know, our, our government trustee bargaining committee showed up at the scheduled time of 1 o'clock on, on Monday, and within half an hour, um, the Saskatchewan Teachers Federation leadership had, had left the room. In fact, some of, the, some of their members uh, didn't even want to hear what our revised offers have been. Uh, or were part of me. So, you know, again, it's we, we uh, the, the union leadership made it clear that uh, they didn't want to discuss any issues, including their 23.4% salary ask, uh, unless class size and complexity was, uh, was a part of those discussions. Evan, I've been on your show multiple times now. I, I've had several, uh, you know, other media opportunities. I've been clear every opportunity that, uh, the, province, the provincial government is not going to include class size and complexity as part of a provincially bargained agreement. We believe that that is uh, the role of government working with locally elected school boards. And so, you know, we've been clear on that. The Saskatchewan Teachers Federation leadership agreed to come back to the table knowing that that discussion wasn't going to happen this week. And then, you know, after government has made moves on several items, including salary, but several other items that union leadership has asked for, um, you know, for them to walk uh, walk out of the room after half an hour is a disappointing result. Education Minister Jeremy Cockrell is my guest. So on your video that I watched last night, you said class size and composition funding is uh, was, was basically uh, announced at the bargaining table to be annualized and two pilot projects to be annualized. What, what do you mean by annualized? Yeah, so, you know, in this last school year, we added $40 million to school divisions around the province to address enrollment growth and to address uh, complexity needs. That $40 million was split up across all 20, 27 school divisions. We also have our $7 million uh, investment that we've made every single year for the last several years in terms of making sure that there's more EAs in our classrooms. And by, by the way, there's 800 more EAs in Saskatchewan classrooms 
this year than there were five years ago. And then the two pilot projects, and I've talked about those pilot projects on your show before, Evan. We have the Specialized Support Classroom Pilot, which is happening in eight schools around the province. Those specific schools were announced last, or yesterday, pardon me. And then we have the Teacher Innovation Support Fund, which again, provides additional funding to teachers who have uh, new and innovative ideas uh, to support classroom learning. The union leadership has said in previous weeks that uh, they didn't feel like they could trust that those dollars would be in place every single year going forward. What we did yesterday was we provided them with an agreement to sign, committing government to ensuring that that $53.1 million was in every single provincial budget uh, going forward. And as I've also indicated too, government is looking at, you know, we have a provincial budget here in about a month and a half. Uh, we are looking at how to make additional significant investment into education around the province. But this agreement that we put forward to union leadership yesterday commits to annualizing that funding and making sure that funding is there for school divisions every single year going forward. So, Minister Cockrell, so it was an actual document, not to be contained in, in the collective agreement, but an actual document that you were prepared to sign to commit to the teachers that that $53 million and and some would be spent on an annual basis. Is that what I'm hearing you say? Correct. Outside of the contract, and we, we've shared that draft agreement with uh, with media. So I want to talk about the wage offer for a second. Uh, I know you talked about the the cost of living increase that MLAs accepted and and basically limited themselves to, and I say limited because uh, before this past year, you basically would get whatever the cost of living was. And and knowing that it was over 6% in the past year, there was a decision to limit it at three. So it's a cap somewhere between zero and three, depending on what the scale is. Um, Samantha Beacott said this morning they didn't even get to wages at the table. That that part of the talk didn't happen. Is the wage offer, are you able to say, is it the cost of living that the MLAs accepted plus the 2% a year that, that the STF is looking for? No, what we, what we have, I'll make a couple points here, Evan. Number one, um, compensation for MLAs is, is not just determined by government members. It's a bipartisan committee uh, of both opposition and government members uh, that make those decisions. Uh, you know, in t- inside the Board of Internal Economy. But in terms of the offer that we've put forward uh, to teachers is they, they felt, you know, they, they asked for a deal that uh, similar to MLAs have that, that had a cost of living factor in there. So what we've put forward is uh, CPI with a ceiling of 3% and a floor of 0%. What the teachers uh, union leadership has asked for is 2% plus uh, whatever consumer price indexes from the previous year with no uh, ceiling on that. And that's how, you know, according to uh, our forecast, that's that's means that union leadership is asking for 23.4% over four years. We've offered, you know, the zero to three range, similar to what MLAs get. So that could be 12% over four years. It could be 0% over four years, depending on what CPI is. Education Minister Jeremy Cockrell, who I am very appreciative, uh, gave us a call. I know that you just had your news conference at 9. Uh, we had tentatively hoped that we could get you just after 9.30, but uh, we realized it could have gone long. So we appreciate you uh, being willing to to give us a call and weigh in on this. So one of the other points the STF has made in their release last night, and we talked about it this morning, is they point to some healthcare contracts where patient complexity was considered and addressed in the contract. For example, the recent agreement with doctors in the province and saying, look, the province has proven that they're willing to to put working conditions into a collective agreement, why won't they do it for teachers? What's your thought on that? 
Well, I think what we have shown in terms of government is that, you know, from the government side of things is that, that we are willing to make additional investments to support uh, working conditions and classroom complexity in schools. We've done that through the additional funding that we did in year. We're doing that through the pilot projects that we've announced. And of course, as, I, as I've said, if, if those pilot projects prove to be successful, we would look at expanding those uh, across the province. And, uh, and, and I do believe that those pilot projects will show positive results in terms of what the classroom looks like for teachers and for students alike. But Evan, we've been very clear that you know, issues around size and complexity in the classroom, uh, you know, we believe that, that school divisions, uh, locally elected school boards, you know, have an important role to play and essentially make these decisions going forward. We're not prepared through these negotiations to take the role of locally elected school boards and then hand that over uh, to union leadership. Education Minister Jeremy Cockrell, I've only got a couple minutes left with you, Minister, but I, a couple things I want to talk about. Number one, last round of bargaining, there was a committee that was agreed to be formed that was going to look at classroom complexity, and it had school divisions, school boards, the province, teachers, maybe even some parent groups involved to kind of collaborate on how this could be solved. My understanding is that it went nowhere. Is that true? And, and if so, why didn't we take advantage of that? Well, the teachers union didn't even participate in the first committee. Well, they're saying form. you didn't. Is this is another another case of pointing fingers across the table? Yeah, and, and you know what? I mean, I know I believe that was Minister Wyant at, at the time. Uh, you know, the committee was struck. The 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 STF leadership refused to participate at that time. Um, you know, obviously we got to a second iteration of that committee. Uh, union leadership did participate at that time. Um, you know, the findings that uh, came out of that committee were, quite frankly, there wasn't much to go off of. And it, it, was, a, it was a disappointing uh, result of that committee. And, you know, again, that's where, you know, I, I've been clear before that I, uh, you know, it, committees, are, committees can be useful, but what's more useful is actually trying uh, real ideas in real classrooms around the province. We think we're doing that here with uh, the number of pilot projects that we've announced. And again, especially through the Teacher Innovation Support Fund, you know, looking for ideas right from teachers in the classroom in terms of how we support them and how we support students in their classroom. So, you know, certainly it was, I think the result from those committees last time was disappointing. And again, that's why we're focused on real solutions. Minister Cockrell, I've asked you this. I think this will be the fifth time, uh, but I, but I'm not going to stop. Uh, I asked Samantha Beacott this morning, is binding arbitration a possibility? She basically acknowledged that two parties have to agree to it. Uh, but it sounded like she would be willing to go there if, if the province was. Is that a possibility? That's not anything that government is, is focused on right now. We are, you know, and we, we haven't even considered that option. I, you know, there's five for five answers for you, Evan. Same answer as, as the previous four times. You know, I, I think what we've really seen this over the last week here is that government has moved on several items. That shows that we are willing to get a deal done at the bargaining table. We want to get a deal done at the bargaining table because that, quite frankly, is where the best deals are going to happen. And we want to make sure that we get a deal done that's fair for teachers, but also provides predictability and stability for our students and families in Saskatchewan as well. So my last question is, you know, we, we see both sides. You're, you're very far apart. If, if I'm, you know, if I'm leading, listening very closely to both what you and President Beacott said, you're nowhere near getting this resolved at the bargaining table. The way this could impact you is 
at the polls. And the latest in Citrix poll shows that this issue is actually causing a swing at the polls and a lot of support for teachers. Is that something that concerns you and the current government? Yeah, obviously. I mean, we, uh, you know, everyone in in the legislature is is well aware that there's an election uh, this fall in October. You know, I, I, I can say that right now I'm focused on finding so, uh, a way through uh, bargaining here and, you know, a way to support uh, teachers and students in our classrooms. And, I, you know, I, I wake up every single morning with the focus on finding solutions. Um, you've seen that with the renewed mandate and the government's movement on several items in the contract. It's, you know, it's very frustrating to uh, to deal with, you know, the other side of the bargaining table that doesn't even want to talk about salary, doesn't even want to talk about the movement that government has made. So again, I, I'm hopeful that we can we can get to a deal here soon. You know, whatever whatever happens in October happens, but I uh, I look forward to getting a deal done here and then uh, moving on to the next issues in education. Minister, thank you so much for your time this morning. We appreciate you calling in. Hey, thanks, Evan. Have a good day. Education Minister Jeremy Cockrell and. Uh, it continues. I appreciate we had a lot of people lined up on the phone ready to talk, and I'm, I apologize that we didn't get to your call, but the Minister of Education, we weren't sure we were going to get him. It, as it turned out, we did. And, um, I think it's important to be able to hear from both sides, which we did this morning. And no doubt this conversation will be one that continues. You're listening to 980 CJME and 650 CKOM.